Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your coach for this episode. Thank you for my uh, constant support, guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you for the constant downloads and shares, your emails, your texts for those that I know personally. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I want you to continue to share. Let's continue to share the wealth. Um, Also, don't forget, and I'm rushing through this because I have a lot of things to cover with you guys in this episode. Uh, But I want to invite you, if you need some private coaching, go ahead and check me out on my website at www.iamreneroberts.com. Of course, you can always check me out also at my uh, Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Roberts. So my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery. That's key work today, healing and forward progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward. As you have already seen today or in this episode, depending on what time of day you're listening, we're going to be talking about the self-discovery journey. Now, Many of us may understand self-discovery from our own perspectives, Um, even the perspectives I'm going to share on this episode uh, may be familiar to you, and it may be unfamiliar in some aspects, but I'm hoping to give a broader view of what self-discovery is all about. Understanding that self-discovery is an ever-evolving journey of finding me. Yes, that's right. Finding me, you finding you, me finding me, and this journey never, ever ends. (sighs) That may sound exhausting, right? But it really isn't. It just means that it gives us many, many opportunities to to explore and to look into our own personal worlds and expand from there. Um, understanding that self, when we understand, I'm sorry, that self-discovery is a permanent aspect of our personal growth and development, we then start giving more attention to it, right? And we start being a little more serious about taking this journey. It's, it's interesting that many people still yet, as popular as self-discovery has become, Uh, Many people still just do not uh, take advantage of it. And I guess because we feel we're okay, we feel like uh, what we know about ourselves is enough. Um, And this is how people become stagnant. This is how people become stunted. Uh, We live in a culture that is constantly, and when I say a culture, I'm not speaking of, um, you know, uh, racial cultures, but just a general culture that teaches us to support everyone else's uh, discovery journeys except for our own. Um, We deny ourselves at the expense of trying to help someone else discover themselves, help someone else build their brand, help someone else uh, build their business, you know, supporting this, supporting that. And we never, ever take time to lend that support to ourselves and, and give ourselves a chance to develop and see our true potential. And we're going to get more into that as we talk more about this journey. Now, Understanding this, we see now that when we do this, we are stunting our own growth. And if you're like me, we're in 2021. I plan on growing every single day. I, my, my goal is to grow and to expand and to evolve into an amazing woman. And that, that's every day. You know, I feel I'm amazing now, but I want to keep evolving into another amazing woman uh, because I know that there's so much more life for me to, to, to explore and to live and to experience. So let's kick this off by, I'm, I'm going to give you a definition that we all, let's, let's get a, get a work definition for this 
episode, self-discovery. This is what we're going to call it, okay? This is how we're going to define it. Self-discovery is the process of acquiring insight into, into one's own character, right? I'll say it again. It's the process. So self-discovery is a process. Remember, it's, in, it's, it's evolving. It's ever going. It's the process of acquiring insight into one's own character, So we're not just talking about um, discovering, you know, uh, some little abstract things. We're talking about our, like looking into our souls, our own character, our, the core of who we are. Uh, We're talking about unearthing deeper understandings concerning ourselves and our, our values. You know, do you realize that values are part of who you are? We're going to get into that too. I know. I had a lot. I told you. I had a lot that I want to get into. And um, this is definitely going to be a a two-parter. Maybe three. We'll see. We'll see how the information gets out to you. Um, Self-discovery in itself unlocks your true identity. It It unlocks our identity and it provides us freedom to be our authentic selves. Oh my God. Like, isn't it time for us to just be free to be us? And that's not just talking about, you know, uh, living how we want to live, playing how we want to play, saying what we want to say. You know, I know y'all got y'all caught the lyrics to that song, right? But it's not just about that. It's about being able to be authentic without fear of being rejected, fear of being uh, left out, fear of being ridiculed. You know, just having the freedom to say, I, I have the audacity to be authentic uh, because I know who I am. Yes. So we want to make sure we're unlocking this identity. But this is what happens, guys. It takes work. It takes work. For us to tap into those inner depths of ourselves, we have to put in the work. And one of the pervading questions that one of the pervading questions that humanity seems to be asking all around the world is who am I? We have to put the work in. To respond to this question, yes. So what I've come up with for this this topic <clears throat> um, is responding to ten different questions. Yes, ten questions, guys. Ten questions, ten deeper questions that can help us answer that one question of who am I? This is how, this is the work we're going to put in on this podcast on this particular podcast. So I hope you're ready. Roll up your sleeves, get those pens, pencils, notepads. Uh, if you're a, um, a digital uh, typer, you know, get that phone, that iPad, that computer handy, and let's get some work done in this episode. Yes. So. Let's start with the first question, and I'm going to just kind of take my time, and like I said, I'll break this up um, in a couple of, into a couple of episodes, just so we won't get exhausted with the information, but I want us to get as much as possible uh, so that we can begin some, some work on ourselves, yes? So here's the first question. When we are pursuing the, to, to find out who we are, who am I, the first question we have to ask ourselves is, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? I'm going to give you a simple, uh, how can I say it? Let me, let me give you a simple strategy for that. Yes, this is what you do. You start with an ultimate purpose. For example, an ultimate purpose may be, you know, I feel like I've been purposed to help people. Okay? It's very general. Helping can go a long way and it can go in various ways, right? But you get that ultimate purpose down first. And then the deeper you get into your journey, the more refined that can become. 
So now, as I'm going deeper into my journey of self-discovery, I see now that, hmm, it's not just, about, it's not just helping others, it's helping women. Once again, use an example. I'm walking a little deeper in my journey. So it's not just helping women. It's helping women heal emotionally. Yes? Walking a little deeper into my purpose, into my journey. You know, I was discovering my purpose. So it's not just helping women, helping women heal emotionally, but it's helping women heal emotionally through empowerment and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You keep going. You know, the empowerment can be in different ways. You may, Maybe you've been uh, purposed to be a writer. Maybe you've been purposed to be a singer, a dancer, a, a coach like me, a, um, a therapist, a doctor, uh, whatever it is. You know, maybe you've been... Um, you know, supposed to be like a public speaker, you know, where you're able to uh, touch people globally and in and, and, and a broader manner. But we have to find out what that purpose is, because purpose provides the stability and focus we need to succeed in life. Without purpose, we are unstable. And without purpose, we are so out of focus. We're very distracted. So if we want to kind of bring ourselves in, we have to literally, literally stop looking out for our purpose. Let's find out what we were put in the earth to do. When we know and operate in our purpose, it significantly, it significant, significantly improves our quality of life. And I'm emphasizing significantly because I want you to understand that it's not just a slight, a slight little impact, you know, when we, we know our purpose. When we know it and we're operating in it, it, it literally just impacts and improves our quality of life in a significant way. So that's the first question. What's my purpose? Let's go to the second question. What are my passions? You heard that S on the end of there? It's more than one passion to life, right? But what are my passions? I want you to look at it like this. Passion adds color and zest to your purpose. All right? Think about it for just a second. And I know because I'm talking, I'm trying to help you create imagery in your mind. It works in tandem with purpose. Passion works in tandem with with purpose. So your passions literally drive you to do what you've been created to do. Here's a, here's a good picture you can create by this, right? Purpose, I don't know if you like me. I like to color every now and then. You know, I pull on the little kid in me. And the, I'll say the youth in me. And, you know, I like to color. I'm one of those girls that will take a black crayon and tra- trace the outline because I want bold lines. And then I'll take colors and shade them in, like, just nicely. I'm not one of those hard colors. You know, it's just like, you know, it's so cool to see the contrast between the, the two. But when I'm finished, it makes an, a, an amazingly beautiful picture, right? So look at it this way. Purpose is the outline, all right? Purpose outlines your life, but passion colors it in. So you don't want a dull life just by finding out what your purpose is. You want to make sure that that thing is colored in with so much passion. How do I do that, Coach Renee? Find out what excites you. What do you really enjoy? What what lights up on the inside of you like a flame? Like every time you think about it or every time you do it or when it comes across your path, it does something on the inside of you. You know, when it ignites you like that, you understand that, oh my God, that's my passion. I'm passionate about that. You know, we have been designed as human beings to be passionate about something in life, something. No one was created 
to have no passion. Passion, um, when, when we lack passion, that means something is blocking it. And we have to start being more uh, intentional. Yes, that's the word I want to use. We have to start being more intentional with finding out what's blocking my pa- my passion. What has happened that has caused my, my fire to be doused? What has happened that's caused me to not be passionate about anything in life? When you find that out, you'll be able to get reignited again. So we see what we, we're asking, answering the question of what is our purpose, and we're answering the question about what are my passions. Number three, what are my core values? Do we have core values in our lives? What core values are, they are qualities that you deem meaningful and necessary for life. So what do you deem meaningful and necessary for life. Is it honesty, loyalty, integrity, compassion, empathy, love? I mean, the list goes on and on, but you have to have something that informs your thoughts and guides your decisions. That's what core values do. They, they inform your thoughts. They guide your decisions and they also help keep you in alignment with your purpose. So we can almost use, uh, core values as like boundaries, you know, it helps us stay committed. It helps us stay in in tune. It helps us stay in the right step. It helps us stay in alignment with what we were created to do. So core values are very important. And most of us, uh, well, let me take that back. I'm being assumptive. But if you're like me, I was raised with a set of core values. Um, And those core values have been the things that have anchored me into not going off on the deep end. You know, because uh, as a human being, um, you know, culture making, we, I have the tendency, I, I have the potential, I should say, not the tendency, but I have the potential to like get off course. You know, I can, I can be deceitful if, if I really wanted to, you know, I could lie, I could, I could cheat, I could steal. All of these things are potential factors for every human being. But when we have core values in place, it won't allow, it it challenges um, those um, frailties (laughs) on the inside of us and keeps us in alignment with what we have been purposed to do. So that's the question. What are my core values? I hope this is helping you guys. I, I mean, it's helping me as I'm reading it again. And I was really excited as I was kind of writing these things out for you guys. So here we go. Number four, I'm trying to get to number five before I end this particular episode. But number four, another question, what shaped me? What shaped me? What do you mean by what shaped me? That milkshake? No, not that kind of shape. No, what shaped me? What, what formed my opinions and my, my belief system? What, what created a worldview for me? Uh, we have to start examining what shapes our thoughts and our opinions. We have to start examining why we think the way we think and why do we have this opinion or that opinion. Here's our issue, guys. I want you to realize this. Here's a wake-up call. Some of our beliefs, the beliefs that we were raised with, the beliefs we were taught, the things we were conditioned to to understand as truth, some of them are not true and no longer valid for our lives. They don't even fit the narrative of our lives anymore. So we have to start shifting uh, the way we uh, uh, see things by understanding why do I think the way I think? Why do I have this opinion of this? 
because how we see life is directly impacted by how we are shaped through life. The things that have shaped our lives, that's how we're going to see life. So if we're going to see life from a, 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 a broader perspective, if we're going to see life from a, a freely and, and authentic perspective, we have to start examining what shaped us so that we can change the things that need to be changed. Not everything needs to be changed, guys. There are some great foundational things that I'm sure we all have, we can pull on uh, from our shaping. But I'm sure there also, likewise, are things that we need to discard and we need to get rid of in our shaping. So, and we need to reshape ourselves. You know, you ever heard people say, you know, I need to, I'm reparenting myself. You need to reshape, reshape yourself, you know, reshape how you think, reshape some of these opinions that are literally stifling your own, your discovery of yourself. And here's number five guys. Ooh, I may be able to get to number six. We'll see. Here's number five. What do I like or dislike? Now, this sounds so simple and so elementary, but, you know, it's, it's a basic in life. It's a foundational thing. What I, Kids learn this. They, they learn it without us teaching them. You know, you have, you have, a, I have a godson. He's three years old um, to date. And um, he'll tell you what he likes and what he does not like. It's so funny, he has so many things he does not like. Like, he'll just eat the same thing over and over because he doesn't like anything, you know. Grilled cheese is and chicken nuggets and fries, his go-tos. So, you offer him anything else, and he's off-rip, like, I don't like it. And his mom is busy trying to, like, try it. Here, just try it. And why don't you try it? And he's already in his little mind. He's, he's formed this fortress that says, I don't like it. Now, I have seen him lately. He's trying to branch out a little bit, you know. And I guess as he, once again, we're evolving, right? So as he gets older, as he's evolving, as he's seeing his sisters try other things, he's a little tempted to try it. Most times he still discards it as, I don't like it. But, hey. Let's give him an A for trying, yes? But when we give ourselves permission to like and dislike things, it literally frees us from being suppressed or conditioned by societal norms. Societal norms likes to, likes to condition our preferences. And when we don't go along with that flow, then we become the outcast. But I'm here to tell you to embrace your individuality, embrace the things that you like and you don't like. I don't care who else likes or don't likes it with you. You embrace it and be true to you. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I don't listen. If I don't like something, you could try to persuade me all day. I hate cilantro. I hate cilantro. I don't know. I know that's a strong word, but I do, guys. I really hate it. It makes me sick on my stomach, <laughs> just the taste of it. I know for you cilantro eaters, you're saying in your mind, what is she talking about? Cilantro doesn't even taste. Listen, it tastes and it has a smell. Ask a non uh, Ask someone who hates cilantro just as much as me. And they say that cilantro is one of those things you either love or you hate. I'm on the hating side, guys. Hello, I'm sorry for all you little cilantro eaters. But I know I dislike it. So I don't care if I'm at a table full of people that's cilantroing it up. I will let the server know. Please tell the chef, no cilantro. I get gasps. I get looks. I, you know, and it's all in jest. But, you know, I, it doesn't bother. I'm just like, y'all eat y'all cilantro. I don't want it. I don't like it. I discovered for Renee that that's one thing I dislike. So guess what? I don't eat cilantro. 
So be okay with what you like or dislike. Give yourself permission to say, I like this or I don't like this. That's a part of self-discovery. I'm looking at my time. I'm going to give you one more. Number six, the question is, what am I afraid of and why? What are you afraid of and why? And I'm not challenging like, don't be afraid, but discovering what you're afraid of and why you're afraid of it literally could help uh, eradicate the fear. You have to uncover your fears and the root of the uh, and the root of those fears. It's not enough to say this. I'm afraid of this or I'm, I'm fearful. But why? Why is the big question? Let's stop just managing our fears and start eradicating them because management only makes them subtle and it keeps the door unlocked for them to resurface. But when we eradicate them, we abolish them and it strips them totally of their powers over our lives. You know, fear is one of those paralyzing agents and we don't want to be paralyzed another day in our lives while we're trying to, to, to get our journey rolling for self-discovery. We are on a self-discovery journey. And these, these six questions that I gave you in this episode, I want you to, to like, after you shut this, pot, this podcast off, I want you to go back and look at your notes if you're taking notes or go back and listen again to these six questions and ask yourself these questions. Begin to unearth the answers so that you can get your journey moving forward. So guys, guess what? I'm out of time, but I will be back for the next episode to continue this list. You don't want to miss it. Uh, It will be dropping on Friday. I'll catch you guys later. Have a good one.